opener against New Zealand, but can Wales bounce back against Argentina? Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Different side to Tulupe Falatau later. How Wales defence coach Gethin Jenkins reacted to last week's defeat, and Wales new boys Rio Dyer and Sam Costello on their debuts. We'll start with the coach and captain. First, coach Wayne Pivak explained his selection thinking, in particular Louis Rees Summit at fullback. Uh, last week we had the uh, late withdrawal of Lee Halfpenny. Uh, we'd trained uh, with Gareth and, and Reese covering that during the training sessions, so that was the obvious one to go to because of the game time or training time they'd had there. Uh, this week, uh, Louis Rees-Samet's been training at 15, so uh, it's something that we, you know, we've been interested in looking at over time uh, with a future in mind as well and, and Rugby World Cup around the corner. So, you know, with two established fullbacks out, uh, we think it's an opportunity in this series to have a look at it. And the back row combination is certainly one we've seen before. Yeah, they mentioned that actually a couple of times. They're quite excited actually. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of test matches being played between that, that combination. A lot of experience there. Unfortunate for Tommy Rafael that he picked up the, a rib injury, but um, certainly they're, they're looking forward to getting out there and you know, in a way righting some of the wrongs of last week because we weren't uh, entirely happy obviously with that performance. And why has the change been made at uh, tight head prompt? You know, again, it's in a couple of positions or a few positions. We're looking at four games, four test matches. We, we've learnt a little bit from the third test in South Africa, I think, and it's around uh, making sure that we've got fit and uh, firing uh, players across all positions over the four test matches. So there's a little bit of uh, mix and match as well as um, obviously taking into account little niggles that uh, occur in training and in matches. No Alan Wynne-Jones in the squad, that's probably the first for some years when he's been fit and available. Is that part of that rotation again? or It's an opportunity for us before the Six Nations and then it's into World Cup mode. So it's really the last opportunity to give guys like Ben Carter, uh, some of the guys that have been on the fringes for a while, more opportunity because uh, you know if they're called upon in Six Nations or, or Rugby World Cup, you know they need to be exposed to this sort of test match and uh, we think now's the time to give Ben another opportunity. Overall, is it a question of selection across the month with an eye on the World Cup then? Yeah, very much uh, the last opportunity to sort of tinker with things, um, but we don't want to stray too much and you'll see the spine of the team is, is similar to last week. So a few changes, but uh, not too many and uh, there will be the occasional change throughout the, the remaining three matches. There's quite a few uh, old heads in, in your mix at the moment. Do you think they can all make it as far as France 23? Yeah, and this is why we need those questions answered. And, uh, you know, everybody in the squad is working really, really hard. Um, they know that most of them probably won't play all four games. So it's a matter of making sure the opportunities that do arise, that the boys are in good condition and uh, they put their best foot forward. But after the decisive nature of the result last weekend, how much pressure is there on you for the result this weekend, though? Well, clearly as a group, we, we want to get the result every Test match. I mean, at 22-16 and 29-23, after giving them a 17-point head start, I thought, you know, we'd done well to work our way, way back into that game, and it's just been clinical that you stay in the arm wrestle a bit longer than we did. Obviously, uh, we had a couple of exits which we didn't execute, and we put ourselves back under pressure. In doing so, we released pressure on New Zealand. It's more around our defensive work in our 22. We've spoken a lot about that because it really wasn't up to test match standard and the boys know that and hopefully with another week in camp we'll be a lot better for that performance. 
How concerned are you as well by the nature of the Argentinian uh, result against England last weekend? Yeah, look, uh, we know, we, we, we talked about Argentina when we played them in the summer, uh, a couple of summers ago, you know, they'd come off um, championship wins against New Zealand and Australia back then, I think. Uh, so if you look at the last 18 months, they've knocked off a lot of big teams and England has just been added to that list. So we've got total respect for the Argentinians. Look, they're a very, very big side, they're very physical. And, you know, what they're doing now out behind that forward pack is, is starting to pay dividends. You know, they're scoring some good tries. So, look, they're going to be a handful. We know that. We have to improve immensely from last week. And, uh, you know, it's amazing what you can do in a week. What have you been working on then to sort out your defence? Oh, we've been a lot more physical this week. Very physical up, up front. And, uh, you know, that was Tuesday and again today. So uh, we've just got to make sure that um, we're ready for what's coming. Leading those efforts on the pitch will be captain Justin Tipperick. Justin, shall we start yeah. off with uh, your own selection and uh, back on the open side and part of a back row that you've met once or twice before? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, numbers probably change, but a similar type of role of what you do for the team. Uh, like you said, it's obviously a couple of uh, familiar faces in the back row, so it's obviously great to play with Lids and Toby, which I've many times before, and yeah, it's very enjoyable, so i um, looking forward to it. 240 odd caps between you over the last decade or so, along with Sam, you've been the bedrock of Welsh back row play. What's the key to that partnership? I think we're all probably different in certain ways, and uh, yeah, sometimes it's just the balance of it all, really. And uh, yeah, we all enjoy and get on well as well, and we all try and push each other to keep getting better and better every day. You look at the other two in particular, both coming back from injuries. You saw Toluca did last weekend, you know Dan very well. What what is it that allows them to come back after so little rugby and play like that? Uh, just attitude. Yeah, it's all about the attitude and uh, the mental strength of them all, really. And, you know, the hunger's still there, so uh, they're going to keep pushing and pushing all the time. So uh, that's the main thing with them, too, especially. As a relatively inexperienced captain at international level, what's this week been like for you trying to pick everyone up? Yeah, no, like I said before, so many senior players that have been there and done it before, it's... It's one of them that we, we know we weren't happy with last weekend and it's about bouncing back on the training field, putting things right, making sure that we're ready to go for Argentina on Saturday. Gethin Jenkins was talking about the breakdown area, obviously your speciality, not giving away enough penalties, that's a first yeah. for the coach. Yeah, no, it's, but uh, to be fair, it's uh, spot on from, from Geth really, we probably... Uh, to be fair, though, it's the way New Zealand played as well. They were so good around that area and how quick they made it. Um, and that's not uh, testing the boundaries. That um, no, it was one of them that we have to learn from and make sure we put it right this weekend. What did you make of Argentina with their winners Twickenham? Yeah, just so passionate and everything they do. And uh, you just know every time you play them, uh, you're in for a tough game. They play to their strengths, to be fair. And when they do that, they're a very hard team to beat. A couple of obvious moments you can analyse, but they had so little ball. How does that affect the analysis this week? Um, they're a team that play better without the ball, so that's the way they like to play. Over the years and years, you see all those the best Argentina teams that have played. They're a team that obviously play for the badge, and you can see when they play without the ball, that that's when they're most uh, they're dangerous. Can we expect a reaction this week? Can we expect you to go out and learn the lessons from last week in just a few days? Very well, if we don't, then yeah, it'd be disappointing. But um, hopefully, we talk about it all week. We just need to make sure we do the actions now. It's usually a home fixture that Wales would expect to win, but given that Argentina are higher in the rankings at the moment, and given their result 
last weekend. Are you actually the underdogs for this one today? Um, I don't know. We haven't really spoke about it. Really, we we always obviously back ourselves to win, no matter who we play uh, at home in the stadium. We're a packed out crowd, um, cheering us on. So um, we're all obviously a bit hungry after last weekend as well. So we just concentrate then on making sure what we do right and looking into what Argentina do a bit as well. And how would you compare the challenges between the two weeks? Because New Zealand came very physical up front. Uh, Argentina always do the same, don't they? Yeah. They won't really play much until you get the game to 22, so the main thing is that we can't get them easy into our 22 like we did last week. Uh, it's always hard then to try and get the ball back or stop them from scoring tries in that situation. So the big thing for us is um, obviously making sure that we don't allow them into 22, otherwise we know that physicality is going to be coming. Year out from the World Cup, there are a lot of Welsh players in their 30s keen to uh, make sure they're still up there and, and performing. Can the whole group of 30-somethings get there, do you think? Uh, hope, well, I don't know. It's obviously one of the questions for the coaches, probably, uh, more than myself. But, um, yeah, it's one of them, obviously, as players. Um, you want to keep pushing and getting better no matter how old you are. Um, and if the body's feeling good and you're training well and you're doing the right things, then obviously uh, that's the main thing as a player. And for yourself, does it make it easier to operate at open side rather than blind side? You can probably do what you prefer a little bit more. Um, we have to wait and see, I guess. No matter what number you've got on your jersey uh, and you're given the opportunity to play for your country, you're going to take it. So um, whatever you're expected to do out there, you're going to try and do it to the best of your ability. In Wales as a whole, a lot of interest in the football at the moment. Many uh, keen football fans in the, in the rugby squad that will be following the progress out there. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple, to be fair. A few boys have been talking about um, the squads and stuff announced. So yeah, the, the funny enough, the chat was a bit about the the England one just before coming up there. Then so uh, yeah, especially being a mad Welsh country as we are, we're boys are going to be cheering the football team on big time. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. bit about the old guard, so let's hear from Talupe Falato, who turns 32 on Saturday. Known for letting his actions on the pitch do the talking for him, it's nice to hear a more reflective side, speaking to Rob Cole. But now I'm enjoying being back in Cardiff, yeah. I've been around the boys there, the, the change of scenery and change of group yeah. has been uh, enjoyable and yeah, I'm having fun, enjoying it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just good to be back I think for, for, my, for the wife and kids also. Yeah. Um, She's around her friends and everything is a bit closer. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Is it is it a bit more normal here? Your Welsh life, I mean, it's what you you were used to. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Injury kept you out for a long time. Picked up a calf issue, which That's was right, an actual right. um, what was I think could have been four six weeks turned in six months. Yeah. Um, and that mentally was a bit of a bad one. Get so so many setbacks, you kind of. Learn from those. I think it's just all the signs of having setbacks you kind of learn from. Because we take you back to you know when you first came to the team at 20. I mean, you were indestructible. I mean, yeah. you played you played week in week out with the Dragons. You played week in week out for Wales. You played how many caps very quickly, and mm. everything seemed to be yeah. on a huge upward spiral. I and always well those I tried like it'd be nice if I could look back and how how that was possible because now I just. With the run I've had for the last six years, like, how's it gone so yeah from one end to the other? But uh, yeah, I wish I knew the secret back then. Lydia keeps reinventing himself and putting yeah. himself back together again. 
that greatest Welsh back row of all time, some would say, is still around in, in the shape of you and, and Dan. Yeah, no, it, it is. Obviously, when we first came through, that, that was class, and me and Liz being in and out, and eventually we came back into the squad together, and it's it just, yeah, it's cool. Just a cool feeling to know that we all kind of started the same, and we're still here, mm. giving it a go. Because it's a pretty competitive area to play, isn't it? It is, it is, especially here in Wales. It's yeah. the back row, they just keep coming and coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, to still be here is, uh, well, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good to still be here. But when you're playing, people look to you to lead, and do you see yourself as a leader now? Yeah, I guess I kind of realise that actions can have an effect on, on others, but no, naturally I wouldn't think of myself as a, as a leader. Yeah. But who did you look to in the early days when you were playing for Wales? Like Alan Jones, your, your Gethin Jenkins, your, it'll be, if you're not on point, they'll let you know also, so those kind of verbals and stuff were, I, I felt helped me. 32 this weekend? 32 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you feel old? Uh, no, I mean like as in, it takes me a lot longer to get going for, for training and that games, but once you're out there, once you're warm, you're coming on again. Well, according to Alan Wynne-Jones, you're a spring chicken. <laughs> I wish. What, what he's able to do now is, should be an inspiration to you. Mm. No, I'm 100%. I, I, I feel like it's different sports also. Like he's, what he's done is, is amazing also, and it is an inspiration. You, you see other sports persons in different sports playing to yeah. an older age, and what, yeah. like, when I first started, I, I felt like certain ages was the limit, and I yes. feel like other people, your Alan Joneses, your like your brothers and dolls, unless you and been able to do was kind of push that. Age yeah, I quite do. Like anyway. Yeah. Well, the thing is to keep on going. You, you're still hopeful to keep on going for as long as you can. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. We don't want to. We don't want to lose you. <laughs> I mean, you are key to this uh, thing. Can you get over a hundred? Can you get to next year's World Cup? Can you maybe go beyond the semi-final at the World Cup? No, that would be nice, I think. Um, that's, that is the aim, is yeah. I'll going all the way at the World Cup, and that would be some achievement, and I think it's a drive for, for me and, and the rest of the, rest of the team. Yeah, because having I mean, started so well in 2011, mm. yeah, did you ever think you'd still be here 12 years on? No, like, like I said, when I first started, I felt like at this age now would be... You'd be retired. Yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah. like kind of on your way out sort of thing. But your dad was still playing until he was yeah, that's pretty true. ancient. Yeah, he was, he was, but he didn't come over until he was still born. Yeah. I think he, well, he was on his own at the time, wasn't he? Yes. I feel like now it's, yeah, people are looking after themselves a bit better and all the support around um, athletes and stuff, it's, yeah, it helps you go a bit longer. Yeah. How old's family then? Um, six and three. Six Two and boys, three. Yeah. So they're not running you too much, too ragged yet? Uh, they're getting there, so we once we settled back, they um, they started clubs now, like football and, and rugby. So which, which rugby club they have? Uh, they got St Peter's. Oh right. Yeah, St Peter's, Rabina Cosmos. That's where they both do football. Football, yeah. Right. Uh, they're enjoying it. They're having fun, and yeah, it's yeah, good to see them get competitive. And yeah. are you a good touchline dad or not? Uh, I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah, still learning. Frustrating, uh, yeah. thing, isn't it? I almost got sent uh, sent to the car because I watched. Watch the boys play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure your dad would have done a lot of that as yeah, well in the yeah, past. Yeah. yeah. Great. Look, thanks for your time. Great to see you, and hopefully, good Nick. And uh, let's have a good crack this, yeah, uh, no, this week. Yeah. Good. Interesting. Now, for one of the people he mentions there who's moved into the squad management, defence coach Gethin Jenkins. So, what's he make of the task of trying to contain Argentina after their win over England? 
they didn't hardly touch the ball against uh, England but still managed to win shows the quality they've got taking nothing away from them it's going to be a, a very similar game to what we endured against South Africa in the summer they're that type of team kicks a lot of ball and they've got some very neat plays and some big influence from some of their coaches that we all know about so a bit of a mixed bag but again like I said another big challenge for us come Saturday the two tries they scored one of them was a a neat move the other was from defensive pressures a bit of variety there yeah they, they're very comfortable defending when they had against New Zealand they, they seem to be defending most of that game um, so they're comfortable at, at getting up and, and making physical tackles um, and they look like they're comfortable on Sunday against England you know in terms of defending what England threw at them so we're aware we can't play loose against them we have to have a, a game plan that, that suits what Argentina's strengths are and that defensive system, is it just attitude, is it personnel? What do you look to change this week? Defence does come down to a lot of attitude. I'm not going to hide away from that. But there's a technical side and a physical side as well in terms of your body and whether you, you can repeat at that level. What preparation do we have going into the game? Again, not excuses, but we meet up probably 10 days before. We're very limited in what we get across and what, what we can do in terms of physical preparation but like I said we're hoping that hit out puts us in a better place you know we, we understand what it's about you know we had a few boys who hadn't played for a bit up front can they be in a better place come this weekend and lastly for me on a slightly different subject there's been some <coughs> talk having asking Alan Wynne Jones when he's going to retire I'm not seeing his under huge pressure for his place what's your feelings about all that talk about him you know, Al's had a, a great career and, and he's still, you know, working as hard as anyone in our squad. We've got four stroke five second rows with Chris and I try and treat them all fairly the same and uh, we judge on performances and we, we judge on the effort that people put in on the training park and what we think is the best fit. A chance to hear now from the two new caps on the field last Saturday. Wing, Rio Dyer and outside half, Sam Costello. Start with you, Rio. Just describe what last week was like getting on the pitch the build-up yeah we'll come on to the try in a bit but describe what the whole thing was like for you to experience yeah i think um the whole week in whole I, like i didn't really expect myself if i'm being honest playing the first game against new zealand's obviously knowing what kind of team they're like and the reputation they have and me being a 22 year old and first time being in the camp but i just took it into my stride i just tried to relax about it and then Obviously on the day just took all the emotions into it and just tried to enjoy it as much as I could. The only time I really had to absorb was um, the initial warm-up kind of bit, walking in, warming up and then I think the obviously singing the anthem and then in the game I think everything just closed out and you just focused on what's happening on the pitch and then afterwards with the family and then I think the most, I recognise it the next day the most because obviously all your adrenaline has gone, you've actually relaxed and realise what I've actually done when I'm seeing stuff on, on Instagram and things and realising that's actually me and I'm not watching it from a different perspective, I'm watching myself. You saw that you obviously weren't expecting to be in the squad, you had other plans for this month, so having dropped everything and come in, were you able to focus 100% on everything here? Yeah, obviously, no matter what, rugby comes first usually, so it's just all about just taking everything every day in the stride and just keep getting better and just enjoying it. And you must have known that move was on the cards. When did you know it was going to be the play? Well, just the 10 just tells me and then I just think to myself, just run your line and hopefully it comes off. And then obviously I just saw the, the gap open up and just took my opportunity. 
must be quite nice just seeing no one in front of you. Yeah, definitely. I, it was just going through my head, knowing I was going to go over the line for the first time on my first cap. It was pretty surreal, but I enjoyed it. What do you learn from that game? Well, yeah, obviously, most of the players I've been watching growing up from about 60 years old to where I am now, so it's more of just being in the moment, just realising the players I was up against and understanding what they've been through is probably way more than I've, I've been through and just trying to see what they do in their game, which I could probably have in my game and just seeing where, where my skills are at compared to, obviously, the top players in the game. And what did you pick up apart from trying to outjump a six foot five bloke? <laughs> yeah, obviously, um, like little things like that. I think I'm, I'm still here to develop. I'm still young. I still got many more years in me, and just keep getting better and learning new things. So, like little things like that, they may not go my way. Everything's not going to go your way in a game, but I enjoy maybe it's not a positive thing, but the negative things are good things that probably help me become the better player. So, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing, but. In reality, it helps me become the player I want to be. Because it's a great thing to get your first cap, but obviously you want to kick on. You want to experience being on a winning side. There's there's a lot left for you. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the winning will definitely come when it's ready. I think it's just that the final puzzle in a in a box kind of thing, really. But when we all connect and everything's on the front foot, I think we'll really start to open up and show what we can do. Everyone, not just us as individuals, but as a whole team. Sam. Very similar questions, but you had a slightly <coughs> different week. When did you know you were going to be on the bench? In the captain's run, yeah. Wasn't really expecting it at all. Just preparing the boys for the test match. Turn up to the captain's run and then obviously Lee pulled up. And um, yeah, it was just a case of you on the bench. So yeah, it was pretty surreal really. But I learned my role throughout the week anyway. Um, so I just knew that I just had to go into it a little bit revising the night before. But I, I was pretty good with everything. and. Um, yeah, I just took it in my stride, really. I mean, real time to get nervous. Did you have time to get nervous? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. No, I think, I think, yeah, it was the first game. Obviously, you're going to be nervous, but as you said, I didn't have time to be nervous. It was the test match was the day after, so it was probably a good thing rather than leading up to the week, like feeling nervous. But yeah, it just sort of, yeah, wake up in the morning and it was a test match. So yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I just got to enjoy those moments, really. When you're told to strip off, obviously the All Blacks has been going pretty well for them. What are your feelings and emotions at that point? Just go, I had to go on there and had to change the game really, and I didn't have to try too much. But I knew that we had to give it to them and we had to we had to attack a bit more. And I just yeah, I just had to play my game really. Obviously, first cap and things, but I felt comfortable out there and it felt good. The crowd was awesome. The whole day was amazing. But yeah, as I said, the game, yeah, we just had to try and. Just try and do what as best as I could, really. And what did you learn from those few minutes at the end? I think just yeah, as, as Rio said earlier, just like the whole test week in itself, a lot goes into the test week. Not just the game on the Saturday. It's, it's my kicking extras. It's your everything. It's your tackling. It's your your plays. It's everything building up into this week, and then just on the weekend it's about executing and that's probably one of my biggest learnings is just when you get out there just got to execute as I said I just got to take it all in my stride keep working hard I'm still a youngster at the end of the day I wasn't expecting last week obviously really appreciate getting on but yeah I just got to keep my head down work hard and take any opportunity as it comes really and a final one to both of you you obviously come through age grades pretty similar sort of thing what's it like coming through together and how much did that prepare you for this stage 
yeah, we do talk about us like group of 20s, like how special it is really, like there's a good group of us in this group at the minute, even you got Darren Joy and Chris Edwards as well, who was in that group in the under 20s as well. So yeah, it's really special and it, it helps out just day-to-day -day stuff really that, you know, you've got a few familiar faces around. When you look back now, when we used to play the 20s, thinking that was the pinnacle of your career at that age, but then realising when, it, when it's finished, what's next? And then realising when you're looking at now that this is the next part and realising how much more you've got to give and just keep enjoying it like you did back in uh, the 20s. Nice stuff and the enthusiasm shines through. So let's hope for a better result this Saturday with Argentina and Cardiff. Whatever happens, it should be quite a game. Plenty to report on next week. But until then, from the Russia Podcast, goodbye.